0: Blog Talk Radio
1: Matt?
0: Hey. How's it going, man? Hey, Tim. Good, good. Thanks for having me on.
1: No, man. Thanks for taking time out to come on, man. I appreciate you, man. Of course. Matt, I, uh, before we talk about your amazing book, man, um, tell my listeners, man, uh, well, what what a wonderful individual you are, man. Tell my uh, Give my listeners a little bit of information about yourself, Matt.
2: Hey,
0: yes. Yeah. so uh my name is Matt Coonan. I'm uh twenty nine years old. I live in uh I live on Long Island. Uh, I'm a teacher. I teach third grade and uh, you know, on the side I uh do a bit of writing. And I uh, you know, I have been uh since probably around my late teenage years. Um I got my masters in creative writing, which is kind of where this, this book came into came into play that was my manuscript that was born out of the program and um yeah it, it's become a hobby that i you know enjoy very much and you know it's been fruitful recently so yeah, that's, that's, that's me yeah
1: <laughs> matt tell me man how do you do it man i i um i taught uh well i taught uh pre-k um and first grade for one school from so that one school year and mm. i tell people all the time i will never do it again um <laughs> how i don't know how, tell me uh how do you how do you do it how do you do it day in and day out because i i can't man I, the first time like i will never do this again
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> listen it definitely has its days uh it definitely has its days um you know, i have I've I've definitely grown a lot of patience from doing this job. Um, but I think the rewarding aspect kinda of outweighs a lot of the stress that comes with it. Like just seeing those light bulb moments the kids have and just seeing them thrive and succeed and get along with each other and be kind, it it does make it worth it. But I also teach third grade, which is, you know, they're like eight and nine and I feel like that's a really good age because they're impressionable um but also you know like independent they can do a lot of on their own and you know they can have conversations with you listen i i give it up for all of, like the kindergarten teachers and even first grade teachers especially in my building because i couldn't i just couldn't do it <laughs>
2: it's just
0: it's uh it's a lot you know it's it's uh it and it takes a lot it takes a special kind of patience and energy uh to do that for you know six hours a day. Um, so yeah, know I do love it, um, and I wouldn't change it for the world. But it it definitely, you know, it definitely has its base, for sure. So I don't blame you.
1: Yeah, absolutely, that I you know I think that oh I love the kids and you know, but uh, once you get there and there's every single day and you're crying and this and this, it's just <laughs> I'm like no. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah.
0: Um, it could be your. It could be but, overwhelming. Man.
1: Yeah, absolutely man, salute to you, man. My hat goes up to you man um a long Island resident, man, I love Long Island. I used to um do a lot of um shows up there back in the day um I love long Island again um i long is one of my favorite locations on Long Island, and I used to um visit that area a lot um I think the last time i was there, I think the last time i was there i did um uh, i did a show with Billy joe actually um oh, very, wow. Very, uh yeah very um very that, very nice that weekend. is the was,
0: that is the long island the long island person so
1: <laughs> that's <yeah>. great <laughs> i actually um make a long story short I was actually uh one of my um friends who's a fashion designer and she said um they were looking for, like, a DJ to actually, you know, DJ uh, an event. And I'm like, sure, I'll do it. And uh, she's like, though, it's really huge. And I need you to be, like, in your A-game. This guy's really, you know, I'm like, okay. I'm
2: like, I'm
1: like you, you guys want me to DJ for Billy Joel? Me? I'm like,
2: really?
1: I'm like So, <laughs> but when I tell you, like, uh, I was so nervous, I was so nervous. And he was like, ah, oh. like, hey, that means you're going to do a good job. <laughs> you know, but, um, yeah. yeah, man, So. Oh, That's um, your book, man, um, Toy Gun, man, tell us a little bit about, man, the title. First of all, the title. Um, why that particular title?
0: Yeah. Um, so a good gist of what the book is about, it's it's narrative. Uh, well, it's a collection of poems, and it's narrative in the sense where it kind of covers my life from you know early childhood to late childhood teenage young adult um and the reason for a toy gun is like, one of the themes that i explore in the poems um is violence and the many forms that it manifests itself like over a lifetime um and i especially hone in on the forms um that it comes in when you're younger and you don't even realize kind of the violence that's happening in front of you and how you're so desensitized to it and how it's become, you know, such a regular part of our culture and our community. Um, So it's kind of like a juxtaposition of that, you know, like the childhood innocence that we have and the play um, and also like the violence that may not seem like it's anything harmful when you're young, but then you get older and it's just become so intertwined with your living. Um mm-hmm. so you know the 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 symbol of a toy gun is used you know a few times throughout the book, but I feel like it's just a it's a a simple way to encapture like that dichotomy of childhood mm-hmm. innocence and this this evolutionary violence that um we've you know become accustomed to and maybe don't realize it until it's you know in retrospect or until it's too late in some cases. Absolutely.
1: Now is this is the book uh personally related or in uh in general?
0: Um, so it's it's a little bit of both. So I, I have um, you know, a good amount of pieces that are that are personal and confessional and it's, you know, things that have happened in my life, but I also have some poems that are more like observational, like things that I haven't experienced myself, but things in uh pop culture or politics or or anything around my world that I've observed and, you know, felt the, felt the desire to write about. And I felt like it, you know, belonged in this book, you know, and there was a lot of topics and, you know, a lot of, yeah, cause a lot of things I chose, you know, not to put in here or then maybe didn't make the cut, but the, the ones that did, I felt, um, you know, were deserving of it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, man. The, um, so, I mean, the book, um, I saw several different poems, different meanings, man, but, um, if I could just touch, um, on a specific poem, I, mean, I don't have I, to, there's just a title. It says, uh, prayer is a pinprick on God's heel. Talk a little bit yeah. about that title, that particular poem, man, and the, and the meaning behind it, man. The, 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 the title caught my eye, man. Talk a little bit about that for the are
0: Right, um. Yeah, so religion also becomes um somewhat of a theme throughout the book and uh you know, it's my relationship with it growing up and you know, my you know, just everything that's that's happened thereof with with my relationship with God, um and Catholicism and it, this uh this poem is is basically the, you know, the perspective of you know, of a child um who's basically, you know, just kinda like glued to the T V and watching cartoons. Um and it's kind of like the encapture of that and how he gets enveloped in it. Um and it I I try to weave religion throughout it because there's a there's a sense of entrapment. Um there's like a like a cartoon squirrel that is within this TV and it's a sense of like this 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 animal being trapped there and then the boy kind of relating to that in a sense um, and at the end of the uh, the poem he he prays you know to God for whatever it may be um, because that's just kind of like part of his upbringing and that's what he's been taught. And, you know, and prayer is a very, it's an interesting thing because we, we sit down and we, you know, we talk to this person that we don't know is there or not, but we, you know, we have that faith that they are um, and that they're hearing us and listening to us. Um, But it just, sometimes it just seems so immense, you know, it it could be overwhelming in a sense. So prayer is a pinprick on God's heel. It's, you know, it's like, it's, you can think about all the different voices that are trying to speak to one, one being, one celestial being at the same time. And it's, you know, are you getting their attention or not? Are you being heard? Are you just really, are you talking to yourself? And maybe that's okay. Maybe it is okay to, you know, to have that moment to to speak with yourself um, and really reflect. Um, so I say it's a pinprick on God's heel because it's, you know, it's it's minuscule. It's something small. It's something that, you know may go unnoticed, but you know it's it's valuable in the same sense. do
1: you think that um i'm I'm not trying to go off topic here, but um do you ahead, think yeah. that um it's it's your faith that I guess you want to believe that you're from something or someone is actually hearing you uh when you're when you're praying?
0: yeah I mean I think it's I think it's all based on faith um which which can be a beautiful thing it can be a scary thing but I mean that that's really what it comes down to is this isn't a physical person that's listening to you it's you know you're speaking to God you know you're you're trying to make this connection with with uh you know a holy body that you've that you've learned about and you've you've put your faith into and if if they're when it's all stripped down and you have nothing left, I think the one thing that's there is faith. And I'll, I'll be honest, I'm speaking on this and I'm really not uh, religious. Like I used to be, uh, you know, like I, I got confirmed and stuff in my church, but I, I can't even tell you the last time I've, I've been inside a church. Um, I'd probably sit right. a flame if I did, but um, you know, it's, it's, it, it all boils down to faith and you know, it, and that is a I feel like a, encompasses a large part about religion, but you know, just life in general sometimes is is clinging on to whatever that faith is, whatever that hope is, and you know, and it, it it's looking introspectively and absolutely depending on that, yeah. Right.
1: No. No. We're not. We're, I mean, in 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 religion in general, whether it's uh. Catholic, whether it's uh, Islam, you know, either Jehovah, you know, either one of those, they all pray in some form. Right. um, And you're thinking to an individual, like, okay, is it really being heard or is it not, you know, or is it, you know, am I just hearing myself talk? Right. So that is the. Yeah, that's true. But it, it is such, you know, it
0: it is a practice that, you know, that goes across all faiths. Um, and I think, I think that's very interesting. Like that, just kind of like that one-on-one time with, you know, with what you believe in, uh, you know, I, it's, it's admirable and it's interesting.
1: Absolutely. You have another one titled, uh, The Deep." Play date, yes. Talk, talk a little bit about that one. That.
0: Yeah, um, so this is definitely more of a narrative piece. Um, and I think this poem is a good uh, depiction of, like, those early signs or versions or interactions with violence um, that you may not think is a big deal at the time but might manifest and turn into some type of trauma as as you grow. So I mean the basically and it's like a true story this one. It's uh it's just a play date I had with one of my good friends like as a kid and it just talks about, you know, the mom like dropping him off and us like hanging out outside and just, you know, being boys out in the backyard and you know throwing acorns around. And then um you know there's a turn at the end where you know I pick up what I think is an acorn and it's actually a a rock. You know, we're tossing acorns at each other, just, like, messing around, and the rock ends up hitting him in the mouth and, like, breaks one of his teeth off. (laughs) And it's, uh, you know, that was, like, a traumatic moment for me because all of a sudden we're just having fun, and it's so joyous and um, innocent, and then just this, like, you know, it just, this rock just shatters his incisor, and he's just bleeding all over the place, and it just it just flips and it turns so real and, and um, visceral. Um, So I I just, that's always kind of imprinted in my mind. Uh, So I thought this would be a good way to, to kind of write it out. You know, I also talk a bit about war kind of intertwine it in here. It's because we're in like this, this natural, you know, backyard setting with trees and, and growth and life and, i kind of wanted to, to compare that to maybe what an old school or, or, you know, an ancient war might, might might've been and having these pastoral scenes where, you know, are gorgeous and beautiful and it's, you know, it's life thriving. And then you just have men on top of that scene, taking life from each other and just staining the earth with each other's blood. Um, so that was like my way of kind of zooming out and, doing this kind of bigger picture scene and then zooming back in to just me and my friends. Absolutely. So that's the gist of Play Day. Absolutely.
1: Well, you have, a, you have an amazing list of different poems, man. Um, so when my listeners, man, go get a, purchase a copy of this, man, get a copy, what, what do you expect them to get out of this particular book, man, When when they read it?
0: You know what, I I really – I mean, I'm just grateful for anyone that picks this up and gives it a chance, whether they enjoy it or not, whether poetry is their thing. Um, I'm just – I'm grateful for the support. Um, but, I, you know, I hope someone, you know, could could pick this book up and read through it and just connect, you know, on some level uh, to something that I'm saying, whether it's a, li- a poem or a line or a stanza or a word um you know because it is it is heavily narrative in the sense where it's you know it's it's stories from my own life and you know everyone's experience is different but you know I am a firm believer that you know our stories you know all of our stories can intertwine at some point whether it be the most minuscule event um so you know i i i would love for someone to read it and just be like oh wow i can I can relate to that in some sense, in some sense, or, you know, this theme speaks to me, or I'm having some trouble with mental health. And, you know, it's this person that's gone through something similar. And, you know, this, this poem helps put into words how I'm feeling, you know, that, that's all, that's my purpose of, of writing and what I want to do is just to connect people on a level. Cause you know, sometimes it's hard to express something and just, you know daily conversation and words but it's not until you look at a piece of art or read something or listen to something where it kind of all comes together like wow you know that that does make sense that's that's exactly what i've been feeling and i, I haven't i haven't been able to to realize it or put it into words but you know that i can connect with it
1: absolutely Matt. well Max, congratulations on the new book man uh, much support on the book um do you want to give out any social media, man? Or any websites, man? Where I can most can find out more information about what you're doing, man, and how to get a copy of the book?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I mean, if for Toy Gun, if you just if you just Google my name, this is uh, Matt Koonin, Coonan, C O O N A N, and then just Google Toy Gun, you'll see everything pop up. I mean, it's on Amazon, it's on Barnes and Noble. Uh, my publisher, Button Poetry, i got to give a shout-out to them. They've been absolutely amazing throughout this whole process of editing and publishing and bringing this book to life. But, you know, the book is listed on their websites. You can order it straight from them. Um, so plenty of places online. Um, I have my own website, which is mattcoonan.squarespace.com, um, which you can read a little bit more about me and my adventures and experiences with poetry and music. And obviously the, I got a link to the book there and some of my uh, previous chat books. Um, so, yeah, you know, I'm on Instagram as well. The MJC underscore uh, nine three. So that's, you know, where I do a lot of my own promoting and stuff like that. I wish I was better at social media, but <laughs> some days are, you know, I'm like, what am I doing? But, you know, some days it works. Well, yeah, so I, I I just appreciate you having me on here and the time and, you know, being able to talk about the book a little bit because, you know, it's one of my favorite things to do is just talk, you know, talk shop and talk home, so I appreciate it.
1: No, Matt, no problem, man. Congratulations on everything, man, and um, wish you the best with the book, man, and um, again, man, this, please don't let this be your last visit, man. You're more than welcome to come back by the show anytime, man.
0: We really appreciate you, Matt. Of course, man, I, yeah, I would love that. I'm starting to work on uh, right. project project number two, so you know maybe uh we'll cross paths we'll cross paths again when that when that comes to life definitely
1: man, definitely man. Have a good one, man. We appreciate you, man, and enjoy, man, and thank you so much for stopping by man all
0: right, Tim thanks. have a good day, man,
1: you too, man.
2: Someone they're loving Keep on believing We are meant to mean And nothing's stopping You and me from going to heaven Sweetest love I got the sweetest love There ain't nothing sweeter I got the sweetest love It's just my right ladder It gets better Every second we're together Oh baby, it feels so right A new beginning, stop tonight The reason for wedding song Is because of you and me
1: Face, face sweeter. I got Special thanks to that Cohen and Simon. So make sure you guys uh, catch him out on um, Amazon. Uh, all, all books are sold. Barnes and Noble. Make sure you guys drop up this book tour again. It's in stores now or whatever books are sold. Make sure you guys check it out. Love you. Stay up. Stay strong. Peace.
2: Oh no, in a
1: top shop. Post it post in front of the, the top, top, top selling dope till the sun come down. come down. Take a fuck nigga right off the mouth, off the flap When I hit him with this whole hundred round, hundred young dog in the glow with my. You wanna play it, then this bitch going down. going down We ain't hesitating,
2: bullets get the blazes I'ma lay
1: them down like he in a lounge Walk em down, walk em down,
2: walk em down, walk em down. Walk em down.
1: out just like a anaconda. you go against me then you fuck just like a used car i rolled them up and then i broke them like some good guns Ayy, hey, still doing drive-bys but